I'm Ray Hanania. I'm Bill Lipinski. And this is Two Guys on Politics. Um, this uh, is the season two, episode seven, February 17, 2022. And we are live on Facebook, the Two Guys on Politics Facebook page. Uh, welcome to the show again, Bill. This is always a lot of good responses to the last few shows from uh, some listeners. I was uh, impressed and it's slowly, word is slowly getting out there almost as fast as the war is starting in Ukraine. <laughs> How, what's going on with the Ukraine? Uh, well, I don't know. I haven't listened to the news in the last hour. Every so day. I don't know if they're attacking, withdrawing, improving their position. Uh, I know they uh, kicked out uh, the number two uh, American uh, uh, ambassador to uh, uh, Russia. Uh, but I'll tell you, I found out the other day exactly why this is all going on. I was talking to my grandson, uh, Brian, and we were discussing the situation with Russia and Ukraine. And he says, the reason Putin is doing this is because he's been ignored for many years. And now everybody's talking about him. So he's that's very happy. He's the center uh, of the universe at the present time. And I think there's a lot of truth in that. Yeah, there could. I mean, I think that's a good as good a theory as any. I, I always thought it was a more political thing, um, you know, that uh, Biden's son, Hunter, and uh, President Biden's brother um, made millions as lobbyists and consultants in the Ukraine. And uh, I think this is all about I don't know, think we'll ever really know the depth of how that is impacting what's happening today. Because it's almost like a circus rather than a serious, it's not like the Cuban Missile Crisis, you know, where I think we really were on the verge of something terrible. Every day the president tells us uh, and the Secretary of State that we could go to war, the Russians are going to invade Ukraine any day now, in the next few days. It's kind of like watching a Chicago weatherman predict the snow in Chicago. <laughs> They were predicting 10 inches today, and I think uh, maybe we'll get two or three inches. We will get snow, though. Uh, I, uh, yeah, I just don't know what the, the ultimate answer is going to be in regards to the situation, uh, because uh, it, it seems like it's moving at a snail's pace, and it's two steps forward and one step back as far as the invasion goes. Uh, but uh but Putin is the center of uh, attention now in the, around the entire world. So what, I'm sure he's quite happy. What, what good do you think that get, does for Putin, just the, this idea that he is a major player now in the world? Well, I think he's been having some domestic problems uh, because of their economy being as bad as it is. Other than the oil that they have and the natural gas that they have, there's really not too much that uh, the Russians do produce. And it's because of the system of government. I mean, it's a... It's a capitalist gangster oligarchy that really runs that, that country. And the people up at the top who are close to Putin make uh, you know tons and tons and tons of dollars. And he does too. A lot of people think that he's probably the wealthiest man in the world. But the rest of the people in that country aren't doing very well. But they do like to see their leader standing up to the Americans, standing up to the other European countries. So I think that helps Putin out domestically uh, very, very much. 
though those few that aren't making billions from uh, Putin probably love to see him up there. Probably the average everyday Russian probably is it. They're wondering how does this benefit them? I, I noticed that uh, uh, President Biden addressed the Russian people, saying it's not about you. We're not against the people of Russia, you know. And I, I'm wondering why even waste your time saying that because I doubt that it actually. Maybe on social media, I don't know, but Putin has a, a lot of uh, uh, oppressive control over the what the people read and see. Uh, he controls the social media there. Um, and if you run for office against him, there's a good chance that you're going to end up with some radiation poisoning mysteriously popping up the way it has for several of his yes, uh, critics. Unfortunately, it's true. But I do believe that because of their, their poor economy, uh, that he has been encountering some uh, uh, minor opposition uh, on the domestic uh, front. Really? And I think that What's going on with him here helps him out domestically also. I want to get back to something, though, that I think sure. what we should research, you and I, is this situation with uh, Hunter Biden. Uh, I really don't know what the true story is there. Uh, I have not been able to find a source that I can totally believe. It seems to me like it's the extreme left uh, has their opinion, the extreme right has their opinion but I can't really find anyone that's objective uh, to tell me what went on with this guy. Uh, I think there were supposed to be a couple of investigations, but I don't think they've ever had any conclusion. I'm not, in, not sure that they even started. But, well, uh, there was, the time, go ahead. No, I was gonna say there was a book that I just read, uh, actually a, an audio book um, about uh, the detailed um, Hunter Biden's um, extent of consulting work that he did in the Ukraine. And apparently what happened was, you know, Hunter Biden had all kinds of problems. Yes. Um, you know, their wife, uh, the mother had, you know, died in that accident and there were all kinds of things going on. So I can in one way understand how someone may go through some of these things. Um, but what happened was he had everything on a laptop that he took to a computer store to repair. And for some reason, he completely forgot about that laptop. And the guy who had it realized that, you know, this is now the, the son of the man who's running for president of the United States. And uh, after a certain number of days, 60 or 90 days, that laptop became the property of the computer store because nobody ever came, came to claim it. He then went through the computer and found all these documents and deals and contracts that Hunter and his uncle were involved with. It's called Laptop from Hell, Hunter Biden Big Tech. Uh, and it's uh, by Miranda Devine. And I believe Miranda Devine was a reporter with uh, New York Post. And she did this. And I'd recommend it. It was fascinating, but it was so complicated uh, how we're talking about millions, you know, that were paid out. Um, this is a big contract. I mean, it's not like a few little contract, like that somebody got for a few hundred thousand dollars. We're talking about millions that were paid out, uh, to Hunter. He made a lot of money, his uncle, uh, Biden's brother. Um, and it gets through there. Now it doesn't say that they did anything illegal. Um, it, it implies things, but it, the book does say that they had a deep interest in the Ukraine and they played off of uh, President Biden's 
uh, credibility and his influence, not just when he ran for president, but when he was uh, vice president you know, of the United States uh, under Obama. So they use that to some extent, and uh, it creates a little fog there. But it, and because the media never uh, demanded that Biden really explain what his son was doing in the Ukraine, it's hard to project you know, what is happening in the Ukraine today against all that background. But there's no doubt about it. The two words, the one word, that foreign word that you can associate with Biden is the Ukraine. And here we are in a standoff with the Russians about Ukraine. It, it has to make you think that something is going on that may not be what we see up front. Well, what was uh, Hunter Biden advising them or lobbying for them on? What were the issues? Does it state in the contracts that... Uh... Well, on his computer, rather? He would introduce uh, people to uh, his, his father, oh. Russians, he, you know, very powerful Russians, very Russians powerful Ukrainian and Ukrainian and Russian uh, business people. The What's problem the is it's so detailed. It's called uh, Laptop from Hell. And, it, and, it, and they use that title because his laptop, he took it to get it repaired forgot all about it because according to this reporter, uh, Miranda Devine, he had a drug problem and uh, he may not have remembered that he took the laptop there to get it repaired and it just stayed there for months and months. And then the computer person who happened to be a conservative realized that uh, who this laptop belonged to and then made it public. Uh, I'm going to get a hold of that book. I, yeah, I tell you, it's a great. I'm read it, it so you and I can discuss this. We issue. should. We should go it's through a very, it. Very, very important issue. And as I say, I really haven't been able to find anything uh, on it that I believe is really objective. So this will be worthwhile to me. Now, I'd like to get Miranda Devine to come on our podcast with us. I knew her father, Frank Devine. Frank Devine was the editor of the Chicago Sun Times when Rupert Murdoch bought the newspaper. Her father was really a great guy. So maybe I can use that to kind of put yeah. her to come on our show and talk about her book because the book is uh, fascinating. It's called Laptop from that, Hell by Miranda that, Devine. That'd be great. Now, is it connected to this whole conflict in the Ukraine? I don't know. But it's hard to believe it's not. You know, when you see the extent of what was going on with the Ukraine and no, no one in the media is interested Remember how during the election with Trump, um, they, they wouldn't talk about Hunter Biden. They, whenever you'd bring up Hunter Biden, they'd always talk about, oh, why bring that up? His mother was killed in the accident and it's just a tragedy and it's terrible to you know raise those issues. But during that time, I never realized the extent of how much money he was making from his using his father, his name and with his uncle's support. You know, his uh, father's brother. Is Hunter still uh, doing that kind of work? or? Uh, I, I don't know. It, uh, the book doesn't address that up the right. latest stuff, but it did just come out a little while ago. Um, so it's, uh, you know, I'd love to ask her to get her to give us a concise summary. It's very detailed. And, you know, sometimes when it's too detailed, it's too much information. Oh, absolutely. It really is. It's just too much. The number of contracts, the amount of money the connections, the ties, uh, all the different things that were going on. I mean, they do raise some real issues. I'm just really surprised no other media picked it up. She got beat up by the mainstream media um, for writing the book. 
and uh, they tried to sue to get the laptop back. And I don't think that they were successful in getting it back. And all the documents were finally released, I believe, from the laptop. But it is, uh, it'd be nice to get her on, I think. Maybe yeah, we can that, I think that'd be great. Absolutely. Yeah, that would be fun. But uh, today it's, uh, you know, we're days away from an invasion. Um, and we've been days away from an invasion now for the last two weeks. You know, and it's kind of, I'm not sure what the game is being played. Is there a sense, do you think that maybe Biden is also using this to distract from uh, the midterm election problems that he might, is expected to have? Does this well, make him to be strong? I think, I think he's handled the situation pretty well with the Russian Ukraine, uh, uh, you know, face off here. Uh, and I think he's uh, trying to overcome our disastrous withdrawal from uh, Afghanistan. Right. So uh, I think uh, President Biden is doing a very good job in regards to uh, dealing with this. And unfortunately, some of his, uh, you know, his allies are not exactly the strongest allies in the world, unfortunately. You know, Germany's not uh, helping out very much. Uh, right. That not their, France. Uh, Chancellor was here. Yeah, France isn't helping out very much. Uh, you know, uh, Biden said he was going to close down the pipeline, the new pipeline, if uh, the uh, Russians do invade uh, Ukraine and uh, the it, prime minister or chancellor, whatever he's called of Germany now, I really don't recall. He didn't, he didn't disagree, but he didn't say anything about the pipeline whatsoever. And the French, I say the French are, you know, they're trying to be the great uh, deal makers and they haven't been deal makers since uh, the uh, British beat them in the French and Indian war, which was quite a long time ago. Well, I, I think it's, Biden is doing it. If you look at this as a real issue, he's doing a great job. But when yes. you really, when you think about it, though, it does give him a lot of advantages, doesn't it? It takes oh, the light away from Afghanistan, as you pointed out. He messed that up. But now that's way back behind everything. We're talking about impending World War III. They're going to invade. We can't allow them to do this. This will cause all kinds of problems. Um, but doesn't it also raise the issue of President Putin and Donald Trump from back in the last election? It raises this idea that, again, we can't get this Putin influence in the Trump administration out of our heads or out of the headlines because it's constantly right in front of our face. And Biden is the person confronting Putin, not Trump. In a way, this is Biden confronting Trump going into the election, I think, you know, this year. And I think it does exactly as, as long as he keeps he could stretch this out for another three months. Of we were on the verge of war. There's an invasion. Well, yeah, but Joe's not stretching it out. Putin is the guy that is, you know, stretching it out. Joe would like to get it resolved very quickly so he could get back to build back better. I wonder if that's true, though, because I, I don't think he can get back to build back better. I don't no, think he can get that he through. Can. No, he can't. He can't. So I'm saying, and listen, it, it's always, I'm, I'm always, uh, uh, I believe that behind every big story, there's a conspiracy we won't learn about for 30 years or, or more. Um, and I'm not saying that Biden is doing this, but the possibility has to be there that in his mind, they're sitting around they have to be saying we need this to continue because it, it holds everything in place for us. 
Afghanistan yeah, is gone. Well. And it, it plays very well for uh, Joe Biden. There's no absolutely. question about that. And, and Putin. It, mm-hmm. No, I'm oh. sorry, Bill. I was, I was going to say that Putin uh, has been saying that I'm not going to invade Ukraine. I keep telling everybody. I did move some troops there. I, you know, I, and that he's really trying to prevent the uh, uh, Ukraine by sending this message. He doesn't want Ukraine to join NATO. This is his strongest way of doing it. I'm not saying I trust Putin at all. I completely do not trust him. But, you know, sometimes even somebody you don't trust can be accurate <laughs> once in a while. Very, very true. Well, the way I, I see it, <clears throat> Biden uh, is making up for the debacle in Afghanistan with this. Uh, if the Democrats uh, manage to come out of this by the Russians not invading Ukraine, and there's some kind of diplomatic solution to this particular problem, and we do not give up anything of significance to the Russians, then what the Democrats should do is start campaigning on what they have accomplished uh, legislatively. Up until this point, what they've been doing is complaining that they haven't accomplished this, they haven't accomplished that, because of the interference that they are getting from some people in their own party. Well, you got to forget that. They have accomplished a number of things. I think they should emphasize that, you know, accentuate the positive. Now, whether or not that can overcome many of the problems that we have in this country at the present time that are playing to the benefit of the Republicans, I don't know. But I think it would give the Democrats a much better shot at trying to continue to control the Senate and hang on, you know, to the House of Representatives. We'll see what happens. I, I definitely think that uh, if uh, the Russians don't invade the Ukraine, Biden will come out looking like a strong, tough presidential leader who stopped the communists from destroying that country. I and agree. I think there's a good chance that uh, Putin isn't going to invade. So I think the chances are Biden is going to come out of this looking stronger than he was. Afghanistan failed. Build Back Better fell apart. Um, he's going into uh, what is traditionally a, uh, uh, an election where the party in power in the White House loses both the House and the Senate. This could strengthen his, you know, candidates. Oh, definitely. Possibly, you know, to hold on to more seats. I don't know whether they'd be able to hold on to enough. And, uh, you know, obviously we talked about this the last time, his uh, appointment of a... Uh, African-American woman has promised to do that, I think kind of solidifies his base, you know, where they don't look at his weaknesses or failures, but they look at them now, which is, wow, this guy's tough. He's strong. He was right. He stopped it. On the other hand, Bill, what happens if the Russians do invade the Ukraine? What are we going to do? We're going to put sanctions on him, right? That's going to make him look weak. I'm going to tell you that's going to make Biden look weak. And yes, I'm not... it is because I, I'm sure a number of our allies are not going to go along with it. Even the Japanese who are far away from this situation get a lot of oil and natural gas from Russia. You notice they've stayed very quiet in this situation. Right. They don't really want to get involved because they don't want to you know, alienate us who protects them from everybody else in the world. But they don't want to alienate the Russians either because they don't want to lose that gas and oil they're getting from there. So a lot of our allies are really kind of empowering Putin's rhetoric. Absolutely. What does he have to lose? Okay, you throw sanctions on us. Look at the Iranians. We threw sanctions on them. 
what good is that doing us? It's not doing us any good. They're they're now saying that they want to leave that JCPOA, you know, yes. the negotiations for the to prevent Iran from getting a nuclear weapon, uh, because at some point Iran will have so much uh, of that uh, purified uranium that they need, the processed uranium, that it, stopping them now won't make any difference. They'll have what it, they they need to have to build a nuclear bomb. What we need is having Bibi back in charge of Israel. He'll make sure you don't get it. Well, I, I have a better solution for Israel in the Middle East. We'll talk about that some other time. But it looks like this, the Ukraine is a continuing, uh, you know, saga of politic, enormous political impact, I think, right? And yes, it is. But, you know, a very strange thing, not strange, but here, the Ukraine, we're, we're not really that much into the Ukraine. Uh, it's pretty much a neutral, independent country at the present time. Uh, Whereas Poland, which we are involved in very, very heavily, yes, we have a new secret base in Poland, only 100 miles from Russia. Okay, uh, I haven't heard anybody say anything about that whatsoever. If I was Putin, that's what I would really be concerned about: the Americans with the secret base in Poland, 100 miles away from my border. But you notice, no, no one says anything about that. You know, maybe that's because talking about that could actually start a war. Right. Exactly. But the Ukraine, I think both sides don't want to start a war, but they're using it for their political purposes. As uh, your grandson Brian Brian pointed out, this is giving Putin this big platform where he's his credibility, the giant bear. Yeah. So we give him credit. Uh, That's an interesting observation. And uh, but it certainly is making Biden look the potential to be a tough strong president, um, I think is coming out of this too. So they're both of them are getting something out of this. Oh yeah. Um, absolutely. I'm, I'm not sure if we are as Americans. Well, I think goes. it's contributing to inflation. The federal government has done enough to generate inflation on its own without us uh, having to get help from uh, the Russians to jack up the inflation in this country.